There are lots of financial talking heads out there, but there's only one who's local to Tucson. Welcome to Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman is a certified financial planner, and he's here to help you with your financial questions. Today, we'll try to educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think of solutions to your financial goals. So let's get started. Saving with Silverman starts now. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Saving with Silverman. I'm Steve Gramsey with Mark Silverman. Mark's a certified financial planner professional and just happens to be president of Silverman and Associates. What a coincidence. And Mark is serving you in the Tucson and Southern Arizona area. And by the way, if you're listening today and you're fooling around on your computer at the same time, you can check him out online at savingwithsilverman.com. Because Mark says... Making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Nobody would dispute with that. That's not even arguable. And let's find out why, though. We'll push some facts and some buttons and get some answers. And Mark will be able to explain that with his expertise today. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well, Steve. How have you been? I am. I'm good, but we're getting into the summertime now for um, almost all of us where we're all uncomfortable if we're outside, just about. I think we're a little hotter here. Yeah, well, I would imagine that, uh, yeah, that 98 to 110 is a little bit uncomfortable, sure. That's true, but we don't have humidity, so there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a difference there. But thank goodness for air conditioning. Imagine the settlers <laughs> going west in wagon trains 150 years ago. They weren't worried about their financial planning. They were worried about a cool water somewhere, you know. Yeah, they're like just surviving. <laughs> yeah. Well, today's show, I guess we should talk about something substantial and with some content. So we'll do that. We'll be talking about planning processes. We'll answer your questions from the mailbag and even pose a few questions that maybe you can jot down that you might ask someone you're talking to about your finances. And we'll get to know a little bit more about Mark and he'll have a story prepared for us to talk about and we'll open up the segment talking about fuzzy math mark are you ready let's do it all right and stand by to get a pencil because we'll be giving out the phone number for you to have that discussion with mark in just a little bit now uh, math is important for all of us but there aren't too many of us who are very good with it and as a matter of fact if you put a calculation in front of me i'm going to have to find a tool to help me with it or I'm going to remain fuzzy. So, But a lot of investors, quite frankly, a lot of advisors, also fall victim to fuzzy math, even though they're supposed to be, well, more versed in it, when it comes to retirement planning especially. So can, ex can you explain why, Mark, someone making these statements might be employing fuzzy math? Here's number one. The mutual funds that I'm currently invested in are averaging 7% annual growth for the last five years. And I'm perfectly happy with that return throughout my retirement. Well, I think that brings up a couple of different points. One is you tend to change your investments once you're in retirement versus when you're working and accumulating, going from what we call an accumulation phase to a distribution phase. Your investments, your risks typically will be reduced as far as the amount of risk that you're going to want in your portfolio. To assume a certain rate of return because it's done in the past uh, doesn't make a lot of sense either. Yes, we need to look at historical numbers, but projecting out just because you had a certain return last year, you can't expect that each 
year uh, every year in and out so I think it, it there is a there is a problem and, and that's flawed as well and to understand what a mutual fund has maybe returned versus what investors returned um, can be significantly different there's a study that was done by Dalbar uh, they do one every year uh, equity investment in a mutual fund versus the investors return and it's substantially less and these studies have been done each and each and every year and what those studies show is people tend to make emotional driven mistakes by make getting in and out of the market at the wrong time so mm-hmm. people don't stay invested like they should and that's why it's important in my opinion to work with an advisor that's going to keep you invested properly um, at your at the right risk and right comfort level given your goals and expectations okay well, what's fuzzy about this statement I'm definitely best to wait until I'm 70 to start my social security so that I can get the biggest monthly amount possible well, that is true that you will get the biggest amount possible. What they don't tell you is your life expectancy. So depending on what your life expectancy is, that changes what those numbers might be. If you're not going to have a long life expectancy, maybe you're better off taking it early at 62 or at full retirement age, which is probably for most people 66 to 67. But you do get the most at age 70. Uh, usually the cutoff, and we have software that we run for um, for our clients that we can actually show them what the differences will be to help them make those decisions regarding Social Security. But, you know, the cutoff is usually around for most people around age 82. So if you're going to be living past age 82, a lot of times it does make sense to wait to age 70. However, you've got to figure out how you're going to get that income if you delay taking Social Security or where that money is going to come from. Are you going to be drawing off your investments? Do you have pensions? Those sorts of things. And that's something we can help you with as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you're hearing Saving with Silverman, Mark Silverman, Steve Gramsci, and fuzzy math is the topic. I'm currently saving for retirement, but I won't need to do that once I'm actually retired. Hmm. So I won't need as much income in retirement as I do now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, it's not necessarily uh, the case. I've seen people all all across the board do it different ways, but they say you need about 70 to 80 percent of your working income in retirement. I can tell you from having done this for a long time, uh, a lot of people need the same income in retirement they need when they were working. And in some cases, we've seen people spend more in retirement than they were when they were working. Because the one caveat is you're going to have more time. And for most people, when you're working, that's occupying your time. When you have all this free time and you have other things you have to do other than, you know, volunteering and those sorts of things, traveling, you know, playing golf, whatever it might be, those things cost money. So we need to assign a budget to that. So you will be spending money and we need to figure out what you're going to be spending in retirement to make sure that you're not going to run out. So again, their spending is not necessarily going to be cut substantially from what they might be spending while they were working. Okay, and we hear about this 4% rule. Uh, They say that you can take 4% out of your portfolio every year without running out of money. So if you just follow that rule, you should be just fine, right? That's absolutely not true. So that that rule came out, I want to say, well over 10, 15 years ago when interest rates were much higher than they are now. And so that rule did make sense back then. But given how low interest rates have been and maybe they continue will stay this low, um, that rule has kind of been debunked and that number is closer to two and a half percent. And for those of you who don't know what that rule is, they were saying that if you took four percent off your investment. So if you had, let's say, we'll just keep the number simple. Let's say you have a million dollars. You could take forty thousand dollars a year off that account and never run out of money. And so now that number is closer to two and a half percent. So that would be twenty five thousand dollars a year. So you can see, depending on how much money you have saved, what those numbers look like. Uh, There are some things that we can do. But depending on, you know, people are living longer. That's one thing that we have to consider. People are retiring younger as well. 
So some people might be looking at a 30, 40 year retirement where you need an increasing income because one thing we all we can't uh, change is, is inflation. And fortunately, that's going to be part of of our planning process. And we use a 3% rate in our in, in our planning for our clients. So uh, the 4% rule has been debunked. It's it's not sustainable given the current uh, rate of interest rates, the level of interest rates right now. So, you know, uh, you need you need more thought going in to your plan than just a 4% rule at this stage. So what I really hear you saying is there really are no hard and fast rules anymore. Times were simpler before. There was more stability in a lot of ways, like bank interest for one thing. So uh, you really have to have a discussion and you have to be prepared to be flexible and to be able to change and and augment the plan depending on the circumstance and uh, where the financial world is globally right now. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many things to consider, and that's why we help our clients with all these different decisions, like you mentioned, as far as helping people really guide them and making sure that they've thought about everything that can possibly happen. And so they have the right advice to make the right decision, whether you know they're planning for retirement or they're already retired, and just helping them uh, make the right decisions. The best way to get those decisions is to have that discussion. Here's Mark's number. If you have a pencil or pen right now, or maybe you can put it in the notes in your smartphone, 520-333-7601. 520-333-7601. You can call or you can text that number or any question or anything you'd like to know from Mark from a chance to have a discussion to maybe just answering a simple question. And Mark, once I've called that number and maybe I'm trying to set an appointment with you to sit down and have a, you know, um, a, a very specific discussion on what I think my plans are and what you might think they should be. What would that look like? Sure. So here's a simple question. And can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from happy hellos and how's the family and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients, they become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? Is your current advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question, as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about social security and income and diversification, insurance, estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those annual reviews? But hopefully it's more frequently than that. Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all that is happening, congratulations, because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be shocked at what you'll learn and this won't cost you anything. If you'll just call that number, 520-333-7601. Call or text 520-333-7601. You wouldn't buy a home without an inspection. You wouldn't build an addition onto any room without a measuring tape. That's why a financial physical is necessary for you to have a plan that's be accurate, sustainable, and give you income for life. 520-333-7601 is the number you can call or text. You're hearing Saving with Silverman. We've got more to come. Stay with us. 
Did you know that Mark Silverman and his team offer a complimentary Get Acquainted meeting where you can learn more about what he can do for you? The goal is to determine whether you might be a good fit for each other. That's because the folks at Silverman and Associates are all about building long-standing relationships. They aren't offering you a slick sales pitch or a get-rich-quick approach to retirement. Instead, Mark offers a simpler approach to investing. It's based upon your goals, and his strategies are tailored to your needs. To find out more about his unique planning process, call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Picture this. Your financial statements have come in the mail. What's going through your head as you open them up? Maybe all that financial jargon is flustering. Maybe the numbers are confusing, or maybe those red arrows are leaving you in a funk. Don't base your future on a monthly letter. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. Learn what true financial planning really looks like. This is Saving with Silverman. Steve Gramsci with Mark Silverman and the part of our program we call Getting to Know You. So, Mark, here's a question. I'm interested to hear how you answer it. Outside of the financial world, is there any area or discipline that you'd consider yourself an expert in? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I, in the financial world, I would say that it's still an evolving process and I'm always trying to get better and learn more. Um, you know, expert's kind of a tough word. I try to uh, make sure I know enough or or be a resource if I if there's things that uh, I know enough about or who I need to reach out to uh, that can give me that information. But, uh, you know, I do like um, lots of different things, uh, whether it be technology. I'm a, I'm a big fan of technology, particularly Apple products, uh, although lately they've had their challenges, it seems like. Um, but, you know, Certainly, try to to get better in everything that I'm interested in, and I, and always trying to 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 read a lot. I listen to a lot, a lot of podcasts as well. And, and by the way, we do have a podcast. Um, if you go to Google or or uh, the the iTunes Store, Saving with Silverman, you can hear our podcast on there as well. But you know, just just trying to get better and and, and learn about lots of different things, being a better uh, a husband, father, being a better person. You know, all those sorts of things. I don't per se say I'm an expert but always trying to get better. How does that sound, Steve? Well, that's a good answer. And it would, since you mentioned you are a husband and father, uh, what would you say are the, uh, the, the strength of your significant other? Does, is she an expert? I think she has her strengths and, and, and her weaknesses, just like as I do, if she's listening. Um, you know, but, you know, again, it's an evolving process. I think trying to be a better listener and being more open-minded um, is the key to everything. I think listening is so, so important. I think we spend so much time talking. I mean, I'm, we're sitting here talking on this on this on this radio show um but, but we're constantly talking um but you know really listening i think is the key to everything and, and so many of us don't really take the time to listen we're all we're trying to form our response before we even let the other person finish i think that uh, i'm certainly guilty of that and i think many people are um, but but again i probably i would say have to be listening I think Dale Carnegie would agree with you. That's uh, the number one thing he would teach. And the secondarily, serving others first would be a second point Dale Carnegie teaches, both which you espouse to, and you're right. It all starts with listening uh, in order to solve anybody's problem. Mark, thank you for sharing that uh, uh, with us on getting to know you uh, here on Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman is a lifelong Arizonan. 
and his firm is based right here in Tucson. When you come in for a visit, you can expect someone who's familiar with your community. At Silverman & Associates, our relationship with you is most important to us. We want to build you a financial plan that's unique to your goals. No generic products, no corporate red tape, just friendly folks looking to give you a comprehensive approach to retirement planning. Come in for a visit today and let us help you build a meaningful retirement. Call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Do you ever feel like you need Superman to help you with your financial crisis? I've got you. You, You've got me? Who's got you? Well, we're not superheroes, but we can save the day when it comes to your finances. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. You're with us and hearing Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman is the president of Silverman and Associates and a certified financial planner professional. Uh, he is waiting on you to uh, have a financial physical, things that you would do uh, uh, in order to, you know, just check to see what kind of shape you're in. Well, you would do that with your car. It would have a tune-up. You uh, might even do that by having a landscaper come by because your hardscape has, you know, been around forever and it really needs to be spruced up a bit, even if it is just a rock. Well, Mark, why don't we ask a few questions? I mean, we don't always think to ask. As I often say in meetings myself with people that I'm doing business with, okay, now tell me what I don't know, okay? Why is it so important to answer these questions for yourself when you're trying to plan for retirement? Am I going to live in my current home or will I downsize? Is there a big decision there? You know, because it, it makes a difference, um, you know, as far as if you have a big home, maybe you're still in the house that you had your children in and it's a lot for a lot of upkeep, you know, and so there's expenses related to that. Maybe you decided that you want to downsize, you want something smaller, you want to travel more, maybe you want a smaller home and you want a, a second home or a cabin or in Pine Top or something like that, you know. Those are things that we really kind of need to understand. And if you don't have the answer to those questions, it's things that you want to start thinking about because um, that really helps with the planning process and it helps facilitate those conversations um, by having by having those discussions. So it's important to understand where you might live in retirement. Uh, again, things change, so the plan does need to be updated, but maybe you're content where you are now, but maybe uh, down the road you change your mind and you do want something smaller. So we can plan for that and we can make those adjustments. What about the decision you might have to make? Do I want to live in this community or will I move to a different town or a different state or even go to a different country? Absolutely. I mean, you know, changing countries obviously changes everything. Um, and we have some people that have made that decision. Um, but but certainly people living in different states, we get a lot of people that, you know, maybe spent part of the year here, um, what we call snowbirds, and, and then they finally make the decision where they want to be here permanently. And so we can change in our planning, we can actually select which state you're going to retire in. And that's one of the things because, you know, tax laws and, and those sorts of things are different, uh, depending on which state you you reside. Certainly countries are going to be even a bigger impact, but understanding where you want to live and, and those sorts of things can help us with the decisions and help uh, really build the planning process and making sure that we're giving you the right advice based on, on what your current plans are or what your future plans are, I should say. Well, and here's some thinking and, or maybe some anxiety that we all probably will cross as we're trying to think about uh, the day when we retire. Are we going to have to change our everyday lifestyle compared to what we have now? I'm generally, uh, we all think we should have a better lifestyle right now, but you certainly don't want to look forward to something that's going to be less. 
No, and again, that's why I think we talked about it earlier. We were talking about, you know, how much you need in retirement versus versus working. And I said, for most people, it's probably going to be the same income in retirement as they had when they were working um, because they're going to have things that they want to do. And I've said this before, Steve, um, but we can put a plan together for your money, but you need to put a plan together for your time. And so you really need to think about what you're going to be to do in retirement. And so we can assign a cost of what those things might, you know, whether it be travel, um, playing golf, you know, whatever it is that you want to do in retirement, we need to figure out what that number is going to look like. What's the budget? Uh, and we'll extrapolate and use um, inflation and those sorts of things. But we really need to think about what you're going to do in retirement so we could figure out how much money you're going to need in retirement. And, th- and things can change. Maybe you are planning on being active in those sorts of things. And maybe after age 80 or age 85, you're not going to be traveling as much. You're not going to be going here and there. Um, but you might be spending that money on healthcare. So we need to build that into the plan as well, whether that be long-term care or whatever it might be. Um, so it's important to understand the things that you're planning on doing in retirement. Obviously, if you're already retired, it makes it a little bit easier because you've already adjusted. Um, but for those of the people that we're doing planning for that aren't in retirement yet, those are the conversations that we have. Do I hear you saying then that part of your financial physical would probably be a discussion specifically on where you wanted to travel? It's part of goals. So where you want want to travel, you know, bucket list items, you know, some people want to go to the same place each year, some people want to go to different places, some people don't want to go anywhere, you know, if they traveled a lot during work and those sorts of things. So I think it's important to understand, you know, really what it is that you want to do. And if you do want to travel, we can kind of figure out what those trips might cost. And again, whether it's a recurring uh, trip that you take each and every year, or if it's a one-time thing, some people maybe want to do a cruise around the world, whatever it might be, we want to make sure we plan for those things so you're you're able to achieve those and you're able to do those things while you physically can because that's the other side of it. You got to do it while you can. I've seen too many people wait too long and then that trip never happens because they've postponed it, postponed it, and then physically they can't do it even though maybe financially they can't afford it. Okay. Well, how important do you think it would be for me to leave a financial legacy? You know, and that varies too. I mean, we have clients that are, it's very, very important to them that they want to leave money to their kids and grandkids and we certainly can respect that and we can help plan for those sorts of things for other people uh what they're really trying to do is making sure that they're taken care of and they're able to do all the things that they want to do so they're not a financial burden to their kids or our grandkids or they maybe they have uh charitable things that they want to give money to so we really see people on both sides of the spectrum and people in between where they say you know we want to make sure we're taken care of uh, but if there's anything left over we want that money to be passed on you know as tax efficiently as possible to either a charity or to children, grandchildren, et cetera. So, you know, everybody's on a different, has a different uh, feeling uh, towards gifting money or, or legacy planning, as we call it. And so there's no right or wrong. It's what's important to you. Yeah, I've heard uh, some people give advice that uh, you should uh, leave the life insurance uh, for the uh, living and uh, spend the cash yourself. You know, and sometimes that works well. It, it just depends. You know, it, everybody's situation is a little bit differently. So it really, again, depends on your situation and what you're trying to accomplish. And we can put a plan together that's going to make the most sense, that's going to help you accomplish what it is you're trying to accomplish. And again, everybody's situation is different. So Okay. And I want to ask you this question because I know we can uh, find you online at savingwithsilverman.com. And I'll bet you have some, some resources there to check out. Can you name just a couple of things if I were to go there and I wanted to get a little bit of education, what would I find? Well, we have uh, it's some good information about us. A lot of people want to check us out. If you've heard me for you know uh, a short time or a long time, a lot of the information about us is on the website and you can get some good information on there. You know, If you want personalized information, the best thing 
do is reach out to us. But uh, we are in the process of updating the website. So if anybody's on there, uh, we do get a lot of compliments about our website, but there's always some recommendations and we take those to heart because um, we're always, again, we talked about this earlier, evolving and trying to make it more user friendly. We are in the process, again, of updating it. So there will be some new videos that are going to be up there, uh, which talks about our process, the videos that I've recently recorded. And so those will be up online um, probably within the next few weeks. But uh, we do have a website now. Check us out. Let us know what you think. But I think a lot of people who haven't been to it or people that have been to it will see the new changes and, and hopefully be impressed and feel that there's an improvement made there as well. Online, that's savingwithsilverman.com. So you're going to get a financial physical. I mean, you go to the dentist, you're going to get at least your teeth cleaned. It's always a little checkup, and it's good to keep things, you know, fresh. It's good to stay on top of things that are changing, and that's a good reason to have a certified financial planner professional like Mark Silverman. The number to call or text, 520-333-7601, 7601. You can call or text. My financial physical. How are we going to start out with that uh, with that discussion first? I think you said recently we're not going to talk about products. We're going to talk about you. Exactly, Steve. I mean, it's a totally different type of meeting. It really is. It's a values-based discussion so we can really try to understand your your situation. So, you know, here's a simple question. And can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? You know, aside from the happy hellos and how's the family and aside from the occasional lunch or even a golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients, they become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? It's a valid question as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about Social Security and income and diversification, insurance and estate planning and health care? Are you having those annual reviews? But hopefully it's more frequently than that. Is there detailed follow up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all that is happening, congratulations, because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else. Because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be shocked at what you'll learn and this won't cost you anything. The number to call or text is 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Why not make the call? All right, it's summertime. You're staying indoors. You can talk about a check mark on a bucket list, making sure that you have income for life, setting up retirement so that vacations are worry-free in the future. It seems to me to be a reasonable thing to do, particularly in a time you're like summer, where you're indoors anyway. So make that phone call, 520-333-7601. Call or text Mark Silberman at 520-333-7601. This is Saving with Silverman. You will, and we will, be back in a minute. Did you know that Mark Silverman and his team offer a complimentary Get Acquainted meeting where you can learn more about what he can do for you? The goal is to determine whether you might be a good fit for 
each other. That's because the folks at Silverman and Associates are all about building long-standing relationships. They aren't offering you a slick sales pitch or a get-rich-quick approach to retirement. Instead, Mark offers a simpler approach to investing. It's based upon your goals, and his strategies are tailored to your needs. To find out more about his unique planning process, call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Mark Silverman is a Tucson native, and his firm is right here in town. That means he's always accessible to you. Start your relationship with Mark and his team today. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. This is Saving with Silverman. Steve Gramsci with Mark Silverman. Number to call or text to reach Mark and have a discussion personally. And privately, 520-333-7601 for your financial physical. Mark is president of Silverman and Associates and is a certified financial planner professional. In this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about the planning process, Mark, and how important it is to be able to recognize the difference between someone, an advisor who is actually planning a process, And then there, unfortunately, are advisors who are more interested in giving sales pitches all day. So what are some of the signs that an advisor is more focused on selling than planning? You know, Steve, I think most people could recognize that when you come into a first meeting and they're trying to either sell you an annuity or a mutual fund or a a REIT real estate investment trust or some you know, magic investment that's only available for a short period of time and they need to, and you need to act quickly, kind of uh, almost like a pressure sale. I think most people realize that's probably not in their best interest. And, you know, there's quite a lot of advisors that still operate under that uh, arrangement. And it's unfortunate because it's really not serving the clients well. I think they're looking to really make sure that they're going to be able to do the things that they want to do in retirement and whether that be retire at a certain age or make sure that you're able to, if you're already retired, maintain your retirement lifestyle uh, throughout you and your spouse's life expectancy and making sure that you can do all the things that you want to do. Guidance with help with, you know, how should you take a pension if you have one? What's the best age to take Social Security? Are you going to have an income plan that's going to be stable? What about inflation? What about taxes? What about estate planning, insurance? investment management, all these different pieces that that people have questions about that they want guidance on rather than just being sold a product. And and so many advisors out there really don't even care about goals or not even asking those questions about what's important about money to you, what what kind of things that you want to do, what what do you aspire to do. And and rather, they're just so focused on selling a certain product that it's really, again, not serving clients well. I think people want and they deserve more than that. No, and Dale Carnegie would be proud of uh, you and others who uh, who raise the flag of serving others first because when you find out what someone else needs, you indirectly will help yourself as well. And if that's secondary, that's certainly okay. But uh, can you describe your planning process, maybe from start to finish, start from the, maybe the moment that I walk through the door for the first time, what can I expect that process with you to look like in serving me? 
Sure. One is I'm going to try to spend a lot of time. You know, this is this meeting is about the people that I'm meeting with. It's it's about them. So asking lots of questions, hearing their story, trying to understand what they're looking for to see if we're a good fit and see if we have the ability to help them in what they're looking for. But it's really a bit driven around what's important. What are their goals? What are their objectives? Not, you know, how much money do you have and and how are we going to invest it and how we can do this better than that. You know, it's not about that at all. It's it's really about determining, you know, what their goals and objectives are, understanding what's value, what deeply held values that they have, and trying to understand where they're coming from and where they, you know, where they are now, where they want to be, and asking lots of questions and taking lots of notes. And that's it's a totally different process. I can't tell you how many people have come in and, you know, maybe they're they're comparing us to their current advisor or other advisors that they're interviewing and saying, this is so different than what we're used to. And it's, it's almost refreshing. And that's really what I want it to be. I never want to come off as salesy or I'm trying to sell them something. Again, there's no silver bullet in what we're doing. It takes time. It takes expertise. But it takes listening, which is very important in understanding people's goals and objectives and asking the right questions so we can really help give them the advice that's going to put them in a better financial decision that's going to give them peace of mind. Okay, you've been doing this quite a while, and I bet that there's some evolution not only in your business style and personality, but uh, the reasons why you do certain things. What's different about your process right now or at this stage of your career compared to when you first started out? You know, Steve, that's a great question. You know, it's like anything in any business. I don't care what you do for a living. But I think the important thing is everybody evolves over time. And I can tell you when I started in this business, uh, I started off on the brokerage side right out of uh, college and we sold investment and insurance products. That's what we did. And we were looking at people's goals and we tried to do what was best, but we were more focused on selling products. And at the end of the day, I soon realized that this probably wasn't the best approach to work with people because it maybe it did solve problems, maybe it didn't. I didn't know for sure and the clients certainly didn't know for sure and I felt there had to be a better way. So that's why I've taken my practice where we lead with planning. Planning is, is key with everything that we do because if you don't have a plan, you don't know where you stand. Um, and without a plan, you know, we need to evaluate where you are today and we need to figure out where you want to be and making sure that we give you the right advice that's going to get you in the right direction and what is you know, achievable, what's not achievable, what you need to do to get to those uh, goals and objectives that you have set. And so, again, we need to really understand your situation, what you're doing so we can give you the right advice. And, and again, it's all planning driven. You know, too many advisors out there are more concerned with selling a product. I just was listing a couple of weeks ago to a, I'm not going to mention the show, but it's on one of the stations here in Tucson. And they were talking about some special annuity that had, you know, all these, you know, things that they could do for people. How do you recommend a product without knowing somebody's situation? What I can tell you is we never talk product on the first meeting. The first meeting is really uh, determining um, planning and those sorts of things. And that's really what it's about. You know, we can work with clients in multiple ways. Uh, some clients just engage us to build a, a plan for them. Some want, want us to help them um, with the investment management and, and the other pieces that are involved in the plan, help helping implement the plan. But clients, we can work with them in multiple different ways. And if an advisor is not willing to put a plan together for you, then again, they're just there to put something together to sell you a product. And and it's unfortunate that, but that's uh, where a lot of advisors still operate. And again, I operated that way earlier in my career and getting back to evolving. And that's why I've evolved to where I am now. And it's a much better way for not just me, but for my clients. And, and uh, it, it's, it's a much better relationship. 
Well, let's, uh, you know, we often assume that, uh, that people aren't familiar or versed or haven't researched. What do you do with someone who would come to you and they kind of had their mind made up of what they wanted? They did some research. They had these products in mind they were thinking of, and they might want an annuity or they might want to use life insurance as an investment. Or they, What do you do when someone comes to you and says, this is what I want to do, and you're not too sure that that's what they should do? Again, we don't talk product on the first meeting. We don't even get to that usually until the third or fourth meeting until we've done all of our planning. And so it's it's really jumping the gun for somebody to be talking about products. Sure, we can have discussions and I'll give them some information education on on, on different things and, and how things work, the pros and cons of different things. But as far as implementing or understanding if that's the right fit for them, how can I answer that question in the first meeting when I haven't done my planning and really understand what they're looking for so I can give them objective advice that's in their best interest? And so it, it's about education, but it's about specific planning and everybody's situation is unique, uh, which makes my job even more enjoyable because I've said this before, but if everybody's situation was the same, I probably, I know I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing because my job would be very, very boring. That's why people who are just there to sell products, they just are selling the same thing. A lot of times they have that product waiting to go before they've even met you and they're just looking to sell it. And it's unfortunate again, but that's not the way we do things here. And if somebody's looking for that, we're not the right fit. I can tell you that. But I think most people recognize that and they appreciate the time that we take to to build the relationship and understand people's goals and objectives and put a plan together for them so they understand where they are. And, and what I mean by a plan is a comprehensive financial plan, not just some, you know, glorified Excel spreadsheet or, or a, a marketing piece of how this this product's going to benefit them. So what are the components of that plan then? You know, it's it's very holistic. It takes everything in consideration. We use, uh, you know, full-blown financial planning software. You know, we obviously look at the investment management piece, which, again, a lot of advisors just focused on that. Um, that's what's one area that we look at. We look at the risk. We look at estate planning. We look at tax planning. We look at insurance planning, including long-term care, and we'll even have health health uh, insurance discussions, health care discussions as well. But really understanding what it is that they're trying to accomplish income plan where's the income going to be coming from you know retirement all these different things legacy planning you know how they want their assets distributed do they want to you know give those away to charities they want to be passed to kids or grandkids you know educational planning whatever it might be it covers everything it's fully comprehensive and i know a lot of people use that term but we cover all these different areas and we'll have these these discussions one thing I will note is we do work with subject matter experts. So we do have uh, estate planning, CPAs, uh, insurance people um, that we work with um, that are, we're not affiliated with, but we work with people we know and trust that we're not compensated by, um, that we can make these referrals to people or make these introductions to people to help them if, if need be. If they already have these people in place, we will work together uh, as a team to make sure our clients are, are, are best situated and best um, in a position that's going to get them on track to achieve their goals or if they're already on track to maintain those. Well, then, Mark, suggest for us um, what we should do when we call 520-333-7601. We have the option to text as well, 520-333-7601. Take care of me, Mr. Silverman. Sure, Steve. So here's a simple question. And can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from happy hellos and how's the family and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients. They become true friends over the many years. 
But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? Is your current financial advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about social security and income and diversification and insurance and estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those annual reviews? But hopefully it's more frequently than that. Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all of that is happening, congratulations, because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be shocked at what you'll learn, and this won't cost you anything. In Tucson and the southern Arizona area, call or text 520-333-7601. Mark Silverman at 520-333-7601. Remember, you can call or you can text Silverman and Associates. Mark is president and a certified financial planner professional. This is Saving with Silverman. We've got more to come. Life is complicated. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues. The last things you need when planning your financial future are confusing numbers and advisors who just offer you a sales pitch. We believe there's a simpler way to invest. Your financial plan should be built on a plan that's made just for you. It's all about discovering your goals and designing a strategy that will help you get where you want to go. And don't worry. We'll track your progress along the way. Stop wandering your way through your investing life. Come in for a visit today. To schedule a visit, call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. You finished school and worked hard to get your first job. You told yourself you'd save for retirement, but that old jalopy you bought when you were 16 broke down, so you bought a new one. You started to save, and soon you bought your first home. Then came pets, kids, and your world changed some more. You worked hard to provide for your family. You made sure your kids got a good education. You might be sending them to school right now. Or maybe it's the grandkids' turn. And of course, you're now making sure your parents are looked after. Through the years you lovingly sacrificed for your family, now it's time to take care of you. Love others well by taking care of yourself Keep listening to Saving with Silverman to discover how to build a financial plan that'll continue providing for you and the ones you love for years to come. This is Saving with Silverman, and Mark Silverman is the president of Silverman and Associates. By now, you might know that if you are a regular listener. And Mark serves the Tucson and Southern Arizona areas, and we did talk about recently uh, what you can find on the website, savingwithsilverman.com. 
Mark says, because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life, I'd like to sit down and have a discussion with you. Let's do a financial physical by calling 520-333-7601. You can call or text that number. You have questions? Mark will have answers right now as we head to the mailbag and pull out a few that you've sent in recently. So, Mark, this one is from... Hans in Vail. Hans says, I hate having money in the bank because it's not earning enough interest every month to even buy me a cheeseburger from the value menu. For the money that I've earmarked as my emergency fund, is there something better I can do with it? Well, great question, Hans, and um, I can certainly sympathize with you. Yeah, the, the interest rates that uh, the banks are paying is, isn't great. Um, again, but I think it's important to understand that when we talk emergency, emergency funds, which uh, which we tell clients is three to six months worth of expenses. And for some of our more conservative clients, we'll even bump that up to 12 months worth of expenses. But that money is not there to uh, earn a lot of money. What it's there for, the purpose of that money is really to make sure that if emergencies happen, if you need money, if your air conditioning breaks in the summertime in Tucson or whatever it might be, um, that you have that money available. And it, it should not have penalties or expenses or fees to get the money out. So the importance of, of that money, again, is for emergencies. Um, what I can tell you is that money could be, you know, obviously put in the bank. It could be put in a credit union, uh, could be put under the mattress. You know, we can argue that, that they pay the same as far as interest rates. Um, but if you're okay, there's a site I'm going to refer you to called bankrate.com. And if you're okay with doing uh, business online, that money can be put, uh, you, can, you can check rates um, with internet banks, which as long as they're FDIC insured, you should be okay. Again, your comfort level as far as having money at, at one of these online banks is okay. If you're okay with that, I certainly um, think that might be a better option. If you're not, that's okay. But you will get a higher rate of return if you if you deal with one of these. And I, I'll just say this, I'm not affiliated with any of these banks, um, so it doesn't benefit me financially if you go there or not. I have some clients that do use these banks and have had no issues, but I also have understand that some people want to be able to go into a branch and they're not comfortable doing their banking online. Certainly understand that as well. But if it's okay with you and you're okay with that, I would go to, to again, to bankrate.com. You can look on there and it'll shop all the different rates that are available and you can set up an account there and you'll get a little bit more interest. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's my suggestion. Okay. Hope that helps, Hans. Bridget in Marana writes... What do I need to know about this fiduciary rule that I've been hearing about in the news? Sure. So the, the rule that you heard about, uh, which came out, uh, it's effective June 9th, and it's Department of Labor came out with a ruling. And it's, it's interesting because um, there's two different theories regarding it. I operate as an RIA, Registered Investment Advisor, so I have no broker-dealer affiliation. What that means is I have a fiduciary responsibility for my clients at all times. And so I've operated under this arrangement since I've been on my own. The other thing is I'm a CFP, a Certified Financial Planner Professional, so I have a fiduciary responsibility there as well. So we don't really have any changes in the way we do things because we've always had a fiduciary responsibility. But people at the banks, brokerage firms, the wirehouses, insurance people, they now have to follow this fiduciary standard. However, the fiduciary standard, uh, which creates transparency, which is a good thing, only applies to retirement accounts. So 
theoretically, if you have uh, accounts at, let's say, one of the big brokerage firms here in town or a bank, um, and let's say you have a, an IRA account as well as a, a non, what we call non-qualified, a non-IRA account, which could be, you know, money held in just your name or a joint name if you're married, that sort of thing, or trust account, that money doesn't have to follow the fiduciary standard. It only applies to retirement accounts. So uh, we'll see how that plays out because, again, theoretically, somebody could manage your money, have a fiduciary responsibility to your IRA account, but not to your other account, which is a little bit strange, but that's the way the law is. I think it's moving in the right direction, but we'll have to see how that plays out. Again, this is this is very new. So people operating uh, under an act. In fact, I will say this. I have a client who uh, was working with another advisor who that advisor was just insurance license, but had sold them some securities at one point. And basically they let their securities license go because they didn't want to have to comply with this new rule uh, and actually sent the letter, which I had a copy of from the advisor saying that they, based on these new changes, they weren't going to be able to service them on their securities business, only their insurance business, which you know, raises the question um, now that the, now that they have to act in the client's best interest, they don't want to be in that business anymore. It says a lot to our, our industry. So, it's interesting. So we'll see how this all plays out. But I can tell you, I've operated under this arrangement. I've been required to be uh, act as a fiduciary from from day one. So uh, or since I've been on my own, but I've operated on the brokerage side before, prior to that. So I understand that side as well. But I think it's important. We'll see what happens, but just be be leery to see uh, what's going to happen. Um, but just know that depending on what type of account it is, they may have a fiduciary responsibility versus they may not. Hard to understand anyone's logic who would uh, who would not care to have someone working not in their best interest. Well, Steve, I think a lot of people don't understand because I have people that come into the office and they say, "You mean to tell me that my advisor doesn't have, doesn't have to act in my best interest?" And I'll say, "I'm not telling you that your advisor isn't acting in your best interest. They're just not required to." And so a lot of people aren't even aware that that advisors didn't have to do what was in their best interest. Yeah, not any, um, not any more than a used car salesman would. Exactly, exactly. They had to follow what was known as a suitability standard. And in some regards, they still only have to follow the less the lower standard of a, a suitability standard versus a fiduciary standard. Okay, Bridget, hope that helped. One more from um, Donnie in Green Valley. Donnie says, "I'm convinced." that a market crash is coming any day now, but I've also thought that for the last four years. <laughs> and I've missed out on a lot of growth because of that fear. What's your advice, Mark, for a head case like me? Well, Donnie, you know, I think you bring up a valid point. I'm not here to try to scare anybody, but I can tell you we are in the second longest bull market in the history of the market. So with that being said, I think um, people really should understand the risk that they're taking. And I'm not saying risk is a bad thing, but you should realize the risk that you're taking versus your comfort level and where you are in relation to your goals. And that's one of the things that we really try to emphasize through our planning process. In fact, we have software that we use where we can actually really do a great job of evaluating somebody's comfort level of their risk tolerance per se, and then actually show them without moving accounts how much risk they currently are taking in relation to how much risk they've indicated they want to be taking. And we can actually show them and, and back test it and say, well, if we had another market correction like we had from late 07 to, to early 09, how much they would stand to lose, et cetera. If interest rates were to spike up, you know, those sorts of things, we can actually show them what the differences are. I think the importance of that is for people that are, you know, within maybe say five years of retirement or people who are already retired, 
it's important to understand because what happens is greed has come into the equation. And so people are taking a lot more risk than they are truly comfortable taking, which again, risk is not a problem when the market's going up. Risk is only a problem when the market's going down. But I do agree we are due for a correction. I think everybody will agree on that. They say normally corrections happen every five years, you know, Arguably, the last uh, real correction we had, the end of it was the financial crisis, which ended in March of 2009. So, you know, do the math. We are fairly far. You know, it's more than five years for sure. And so you do need to understand that. But I think every, if we're doing our job correctly and we're taking the amount of risk that's appropriate that you're comfortable taking, there shouldn't be a problem. The problem is more people are taking a lot more risk. We're saying about 80% of the people we do the analysis for are taking a lot more risk than they've indicated they're comfortable taking. So it's important to understand that before we've had a correction. But I don't know if it's this year, next year, or the year after, but we are due. And for anybody to think that, that we're never going to have another correction again would be foolish. All right. The Silverman process is called the financial physical. It's a, it's a checkup. It's a discussion that you have about you, about your situation, about your standards. Maybe you have a plan uh, with a past advisor that's dormant. Maybe you have an advisor that hasn't been looking out as a fiduciary and not worrying about your best interest. If that's the case, and if you're thinking, I need to update, I need to find out more, I need to come current with the financial situation and the global situation right now so that I can have a better, safer, uh, and more income cash flow in retirement, then you should call Mark Silverman now at 520-333-7601. You can call or you can text 520-333-7601. Mark's just told you he's a certified financial planner professional. He is bound to look out for your interests first, president of Silverman and Associates. So if you're in the Tucson area and you've been thinking, what am I going to do in the next few years when I have to make those final decisions that will affect my cash flow and my retirement for the rest of my life? You'll call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. You know, Steve, it's been another great show. We've covered a lot of different things. We cover a lot of general information. We've had some good questions as well. But in order to see how, how specifically we can help you, nothing really happens until you contact us. And I think it's so important. I know people like to procrastinate. It's it's summertime. It's hot. But I can tell you that if you procrastinate now, chances are you're probably going to keep procrastinating and you may never contact us. So let me, let me tell you to you this way. Here's simple question. And can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from the happy hellos and how's the family and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients. They become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? Is your current financial advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about social security and income and diversification and insurance and estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those annual reviews? But hopefully it's more frequently than that. Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all that is happening, congratulations because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling 
the value. If you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else. Because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost. It'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be shocked at what you'll learn, and this won't cost you anything. Give us a call at 520-333-7601, 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Mark, again, thank you for your coaching and advice today um, during the show, and I look forward to uh, having another discussion with you sometime soon. I'm happy to be here, and I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen. Have a great week. One more time, that number to call or text Mark Silverman of Silverman and Associates is 520-333-7601. 520-333-7601. Remember, you can call or text. I'm Steve Gramsci. Thank you for joining us on Saving with Silverman. Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities product, service, or investment strategy. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified advisor, tax professional, or attorney before implementing any strategy or recommendation discussed herein.